Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow! I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along, it's the Friday episode and you get it on a Thursday evening if you're an IFS subscriber. Why not treat yourself, start off 2024 the best way you can, subscribe to the Iron Violin Society. Um, feel a lot like of people say it's, get, so, so feel like on, a lot on. of people say that it's what gets them through these dark months ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit of sunshine has, every day. It is, order your sunshine when the skies mm. are grey. Um, I feel like I should say Happy New Year because this is our first sort of podcast recording that hasn't been pre-recorded yeah. of 2024. Happy New Year to you, Sam. Well, and Happy New Year to you, Andy. Thank you very much. Um, uh, all the ones we put out this week have all been pre-recorded uh, fucking months ago. Yeah, Andy uh, and I actually July. haven't spoken to each other since before Christmas until no, today. So it feels special. It feels fresh. It feels mm. like there's a, a lot of things that have mm. happened. Uh, I can't really remember any anything that's happened between the last time I saw you <laughs> and now. Um, it's been about three weeks. It's been it? a long time, but it was all just, you know, sort of a... I, I had a really good lounger Christmas, you know, really good yeah. sort of did Christmas and then I just did fuck all, which for yeah. me represents a lot of progress, you know, because I used to get... Very, very uh, miserable after Christmas. Like I, I don't, don't know, you know, like anticlimactic sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd often try in adulthood. I'd been like it since I was a kid. And in adulthood, what I'd try to do is always like plan loads and loads of stuff, you know, between the twenty seventh and and the, and the new yeah. year because I just wanted to like keep busy. And sometimes we'd even go on holiday or whatever. But this mm. year. It was sort of great because I had no inclination to do any of those things. My only inclination was to do as little as possible, stay in the house with the family. Do you know what I mean? Read, drink tea, watch movies, all those lovely things. And I did that and it was fucking great. I felt fine. I don't think I got glum at all. I mean, a couple of dog walks a day probably did me a bit of good. And um, I feel good. You've um, what you've done is you've 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 grasped the just rest lifestyle that we've espoused for so long on this podcast. Well, I've been um, I've been think- doing I've been making progress on the just rest lifestyle for a few years now, but I still you know obviously it's like um, but what do they say about is they say it about golf like uh, uh you know um a day to learn a lifetime to master that's the same with just rest isn't it Yeah, I guess so. Like yeah, you can, you can learn the just, just but I've been I've yeah. been mastering it my whole life, and that was the latest sort of challenge that I've overcome. Is can you just rest even in the perineum <clears throat> period? Well, this I year think I think can, I managed to. You can only really fully um, master the just rest thing. There's only one real master of it, and I think that's probably Yoda. Yeah, fucking hell. You know what I mean? When you get to that age that he got to, and basically he was doing fuck all by the, by the time he. he Turned up in the yeah. t- Star Wars films. Yeah. And, he, and he had been doing fuck all for years, mate. It'd be de- de- decades, centuries even. And I think he's the king of the just rest. 
I, and that's that's what we we aim for. I um, uh, funnily enough, one of the things I did over Christmas was at, at, at the local cinema they showed Empire Strikes Back one night. Right. Right. So I said to the kids, "Fuck this! Let's go and watch Empire Strikes Back on the big screen. What mm-hmm. better Star Wars movie to watch on a big screen than that?" W- were they up for the- it? Yeah, they were. The snow, Good. the attacks. Right. You want to yeah. see all that stuff, don't you? So <clears> we go to it. But the thing is, I really—it's a right laugh watching Star Wars with my kids because, like, they love it, like I do. But also, they. You know, we laugh all the way through because so much of it just fucking doesn't make sense. And as we know, I mean, you and I well know the the secret process that George Lucas went through. It was yeah. no process at all. He made the old thing up as he went along. And like Yoda yeah. turns up, and you forget because Yoda in the later films is really wise, isn't he? And in the in the prequels, yeah. he's so wise, and everyone looks up to him. When it when Luke first finds him in that fucking swamp in Empire Strikes Back, he's just an annoying little cunt, right? He's sort of like. Yeah. He's sort of half mad and completely annoying, right? And keeps trying to nick Luke's packed lunch, which, by the way, is another strange thing about that film because he flies <laughs> off through space for fucking ages, then lands in this swamp, and he's got a little packed lunch, and there's a little <laughs> space sausage in it and, like, a sandwich. And I'm thinking, who the fuck made this for him? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's weird, but Yoda nicks it. But I saw something online the other day said, you know, People go on about Yoda being this fucking king of the Jedi and all that. But let's get it right. He had a fight with the fucking Emperor, right? Lost. And then fucked off and hid in a swamp for the next 30 fucking years. Yeah. And then just died there. Yeah. I mean, well, he was that is just not... Rest. He, was, he was just he resting while he this. was there. I gave it my best shot, right? Yeah. He's the evilest man in the whole fucking galaxy, right? And he's going to inflict untold pain and hardship on everyone in this entire galaxy for, for who knows, for eternity, possibly. I have to stop him. What did you do? Well, I went along. We had a fight. It was inconclusive. And in the end, I was like knackered. So I just went away and hid for the rest of my life and just rested. Well, you didn't try again or do, or do something. No, nah, I just thought, oh, fuck it. Fuck this. I've had, I'll give it a shot. Why? Why? It didn't work. Why did he think? Why did he think he could win that fight anyway? Yeah, Look at him. little cunt. Yeah. Little green cunt. Why did he well, think he, he thought could he could use his magic? He thought he could yeah. use his magic, but he wasn't fucking counting on the emperor having magic as well. Fucking magic's overrated, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Magic in a fight. It's all very well, all this magic in a fight. But as I always say, you can't beat an, a fucking good old fashioned boot in the bollocks. Right. Kicking the ghoulies. That's when how you, I would have fucking you, taken you... the Emperor on if it was me. Go on, have some of that, cunt. Bang! Use your lightning in, on me in now. In the midst of a fight, trying to actually activate your magic is not easy because yeah. you've got to think about it, haven't you? And then yeah, do yeah, whatever you, you got need to do. It's like a form of meditation. You've got, got to, it. Yeah, oh, I've got to concentrate yeah. and make the lightning come out of my fingers. I don't need to do any of that when I'm lining up or kicking the bollocks. I just give it a little run yeah. up and whack. There you go. Have that, mate. That's put yeah, you exactly. out of action for the next fucking 20 minutes. I'm going to nick your wallet and do a runner. So you've um, you've done a lot of resting over the, the, the perineum. And in, yeah, in the new and year, now I put on a huge... Refreshed. I weighed myself after Christmas, and I, I think I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> really? You've yeah. indulged massively. So I am now on a full-on no sugar, no bread. Right. I mean, the exercise isn't a problem, because I exercise every day anyway. But, mm. you know, ex- the the dirty secret that a lot of people 
try to avoid admitting is that exercise has little or no fucking influence over your weight, right? Oh, really? Yeah. It won't. It's you di- can't diet, fucking run off weight. You just can't. I mean, they say, like, that, you know, they say weight loss, 70% in the kitchen, 30% in the gym. But even that is over-egging the amount. Not in the bedroom. Hey, woohoo. Well, it depends how you go about your business. Maybe once upon yeah. a time, but I tell you what, um, the way I fucking get at it is not burning many calories, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, unless, unless nervous exhaustion <laughs> nervous counts as a calorie burner. <laughs> panic attacks. Oh, I burnt 500. I had such a panic attack during Congress the other night that I uh, burnt 500 calories. Burnt my old dinner off. <laughs> Just an emotional meltdown. <laughs> Self hatred burns a lot of calories. Um, I, I, I'd lost some weight before Christmas because I had that virus thing that wouldn't go away yeah. for like three weeks, and I didn't have any booze for three weeks. Oh yeah, that, that lost me some weight, and I think all the coughing that I was doing as well. Yeah, that that's a good energy. Burn. Well. That's that a good calorie great burn. Exercise. Yeah, I've still got it a little bit. You might hear it. Yeah. Cough, Sometimes you should cough again. even if you haven't got a cough. Apparently, it's really yeah, good for you. Go around yeah, coughing. It's good exercise. Well, it's the same with kissing, isn't it? Kissing yeah. is supposed to burn calories. And yeah. A cough, oh, yeah, a cough yeah. is just... You're not still just trotting a, that elaborate. line out at the pub on a Friday night, are you? Yeah, yeah. Here, read this leaflet. Yeah, it's come got here. calories on I'll it. I'll tell you how you lose your Christmas weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, I've still got the cough a bit, a bit because, I'll be honest, I've abused my body greatly. Uh, over Christmas. the Christmas period since mm. I began drinking again uh, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed many drinks mm. um, well, you've, you've been and, at the darts haven't you does the darts still the have darts. that stat which is like more drink more beer consumed per capita at the darts at Ali Pali than at any other event in the world anywhere on the planet I didn't know that was a fact but I would, I would I imagine that because I just mm. stood back and just watched it for a little bit with, with kind of sober fresh eyes last night and I just thought mm. my god this is fucking pure hedonism this yeah. is just like the, the last days of the Roman Empire <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just, it's just <laughs> and, but it's so longer, joyous when you watch it on the box great. you can feel the sense of joy and euphoria coming out and oh, screaming yeah. in a way that you it's don't amazing. at football there's also even you know, football matches don't have a big atmosphere like they used to anyway. But even when you do see one, there's a, there's a little bit, there's hostility and there's menace. And I don't yeah. feel that at the darts, you know. It's just joy. There's frustration yeah. mainly at football. Football's yeah. mainly about frustration. Yeah. It's bad You're not for you. getting what it's you bad. want. Football's bad for your mental health, isn't it? You don't get what you want. Sometimes you do get what you want, like Liverpool fans, but then your manager, Jurgen Klopp, comes out and says that you're not, you're not being loud enough. Oh yeah, right. that, he said that after they thrashed us. Being, yeah, yeah, and I didn't even notice it being a particularly prick. bad atmosphere at all. I was too busy yeah. fucking focusing on the fact that I was soaking wet, freezing, and losing five <laughs> nil. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was saying that they weren't they weren't being noisy enough or something like that. But yeah, the darts it is. It's just pure joy. And where we sit, we're in the family stand, which kind of overlooks. It's 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 right in the corner, like level with the stage and where the board is. Mm. Uh, so you're kind of just overlooking. The, the entire floor where all the tables are and yeah you just see it progress as the evening mm. goes on people getting more and more vociferous and fucking crazed and deranged and it's great it's a joy to watch mm. Mm. but I did see um, Super Mario getting kicked out uh, on the semi-finals night and it took four uh, stewards to remove him from the venue fucking I don't hell. know what his crimes were 
I don't know what Super Mario had done. Chucking bananas was, about, probably. It was him. enough. Chucking bananas yeah. over his shoulder to make the other cunt slip over. Chucking red shells around, killing his yeah. nearest enemy. <laughs> but it was enough to take four of them to get him out of there. So I don't know what Super Mario had done. Yeah, oh, no, um, well, you oh, know, as I said to you on Twitter earlier, I have um, had physical confrontations with the stewards yeah. at, at Ali Pali. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, they, 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 you know, they gave a good account of themselves. They're up for it. They're game boys, as they used to say. <laughs> but at the, um, yeah, because at football, stewards are shit now. I don't know what they like at Studio and Light. The stewards at West Ham are a fucking, like, <laughs> I mean, they are literally like a fucking, you might as you know what, you might as well have Animal Quackers, the cast of Animal Quackers. <laughs> yeah. As the fucking, yeah. they'd be more intimidating. These cunts, they get, I mean, it's not even their fault. At, at Upton Park, they used to have stewards who sort of were like, I think they were, they kind of seemed like ex-West Ham hooligans. They'd sort of hired mm. them as, they were like hired muscle, right? Men mm. with scars and stuff who kind of had the respect of the crowd and were stopping to getting out of control. But these guys, they're just like a bunch of local, so, I think do you know what? students mainly. Students or like yeah. there's a lot of, excuse me, um, Excuse me, do you know where, if you go like, I'm looking for this row, row Z, Z, Z431. Yeah, uh, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, I mean, like, it could be like up there or at the same time, I don't know. It could, it, to be honest with you, it could be down there too. You know what you should do is like ask someone. Yeah, I'm asking you, you can. You're the fucking steward. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, though, if you wait here, I'll go and get my manager. And yeah. what was it you wanted again, though? Was it that you wanted a Coke? No, I want to know where the fucking seat is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. All right, I'll go and ask my manager. I'll be back in about half an hour or something like that. Are you in a I'm hurry? Not, yeah, I'm in a I'm hurry because I'm going to see the it. game. Are oh, you watching the game? Do you like football, bruv? Yes, I'm here. Oh, to, this right is a place. football stadium. Is, oh, is it Arsenal? No, it's not Arsenal. You're always standing, you fucking man, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like <coughs> yeah they, they are fucking useless I had to um, I had to summon a steward to get his boss last night at the <laughs> you lamparded a steward at this stage in my I, life I had a lampard a steward <laughs> it was after the thing had finished right the match had finished anyway mm. Luke Humphreys the world champion well deserved was mm. still on stage celebrating with his friends and family getting some media stuff done getting some photographs taking with sponsors all that kind of thing they also presented him with another trophy which was three huge gold darts the ballon d'art joined together and I, I don't know what it was for it's, it's called it the ballon d'art was that the ballon d'art was it yeah I was watching it on TV and I was fucking cre- I mean I was in a state of high euphoria me and Leonard watched it together and it's great when you see your kid get so into something like so invested oh, so quickly in it yeah. sort of thing and yeah. like we were sort of in that state of euphoria that I think everyone yeah. there at the event obviously was and I think everyone around the country I was getting texts from people I hadn't seen in years right yeah <laughs> and uh, I got I got a text from Jason Cundy and all it just said was the darts in capital letters and like loads of and loads of crying emojis. <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like like when there was COVID or nine eleven, people start getting in touch with each other who they haven't heard yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in this state of like high euphoria about the whole thing, and uh, then they said, and now he will be presenting with the Ballon d'Art. The Ballon d'Art. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like the fucking mad, absolutely mad trophy came out, and I just couldn't. I was in a, I was in a state of like hysteria. I was giggling like a fucking demented schoolgirl, yeah. and I couldn't stop. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that that was the point where fucking matey boy Stewart says, starts saying to everyone, "No, right, right, time to leave now." Yeah. Matey, wait at the exits, please. I yeah. went, "You what? This is the this fucking is you're in the way of the emotional storm." Yeah. I said, mate, that's the world champion on the stage. He's still on there. He's still that's the Ballon d'Or. This is what we're here for. He's got, the, he's got that thing. I don't even know what it's called, but they're saying it on the telly. The Ballon d'Or, apparently. Was it Was it for the most 180s or something like that? Or just I for being so, the best yeah. dartist? Yeah. yeah. Uh, did they say best what it was artist. for? Best artist. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was just for player of the tournament, which you just explained was... The winner would be, you would yeah. think. Yeah, the winner, yeah. It, well, They'd already fucking decided they needed and, and Luke like, Littler for the PR so badly. And he's like, no, you you got you got to leave, make your way out. I says, no way. I says, go and get your boss. I'll talk to your boss. Because <laughs> the kid was like about 19 or something. So Oi, now listen, I've heard about yeah. you. I'm a friend and business associate of Sam Delaney. Write it down. Yeah, go and yeah. tell your boss. <laughs> Sam Delaney, who admittedly is not allowed in here Darts, darts. To that, this time in 2013, I believe it was. Look it up. <laughs> Sam Delaney is a close personal friend of Jason Cundy, and I believe they are. He's uh, a bit of a mover and shaker in the dark world. So I says, go get your fucking boss, mate. That'll kill a bit of time. And mm-hmm. it's still, still going on on stage. He's just got the, the Ballon d'Or, d'or yeah. which is, mm. you know, as you, as you saw, an incredible trophy. Mm. And his boss comes back, and I says, look, mate, He's telling me we have to leave now. This isn't finished. He says, yeah, the event's over now. Everyone has to go. And there's still a big crowd right at the front on the floor where the tables are, still mm. chanting and everything and applauding Luke Humphreys, quite rightly, world mm. champion. He's just won the last four tournaments that he's been in. He's mm. on a fucking 20-match unbeaten run or something. Incredible stuff. I says, this is the world champion. This is the, the winner of this tournament that you've been here for the last three weeks for. He's still <laughs> up there. It's not finished. Yeah. Till he comes off the stage. the crowd out. We've all paid a pretty penny for the tickets to see this yeah, moment. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and I've yeah, you know, I've done a series of tweets aimed at the Ali Pali's official account there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's it's like, all right, you're not profitable to us anymore. Out yeah, the fucking fuck door off. you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bars are shut. Merch is finished. Hot dogs are gone. You're fuck an off inc- now. At this stage, you're an inconvenience to them. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I yeah. used in the tweets this morning. You're yeah. a pest. You're yeah. a pesky inconvenience. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we've made but, all know, our money now. We've said this before about football. When you realise that they yeah. can create those football stadiums now, like you can watch it AI, and you could have a crowd there, right? Yeah. And we've said, we've said before, and I actually do believe this is true, that in the future it will, it will come to a point where football clubs <clears throat> realise that fans attending games in person are actually more of a drain economically well, it right, is. Yeah, exactly. than, than, than a benefit because all their money is coming from TV audiences. And in actual fact, if you banned fans from the stadium, then, you know, surely that makes the TV rights even more valuable because it because TV becomes the only way mm. that people can watch the game. Therefore, TV can pay would pay more for the rights. And then they don't have to police it. They don't have to deal with 
the sort of fucking brand issues that fans that because fa- fans are a random factor. Fans are treated like shit football, and even at darts where they're much more. Yeah. I would say at the darts they're more integral to the spectacle than they are at football. That's that's the thing. Like you said before, you can't create that atmosphere that you get at the darts by any kind of artificial means. They're there, no. they're there, but it's an inconvenience ultimately. They'll make a fuckload of money out of them. But if you then, watch once- the darts on TV, it is genuinely. I would say almost as much about the crowd and the atmosphere as the darts, if you're a TV viewer of it, I think. Because it gets you so excited, the atmosphere that you can sense in the room. Yeah, I mean, they did it in 2021 during lockdown and it doesn't work. You can't do it without a crowd. It just doesn't work. But but yeah, like I said, as soon as the fucking tills are switched off, you're a fucking annoyance and you might as well just fuck off. Get out. (laughs) Get out of our fucking house now. Fuck off, cunts. Go away. It's over. And I'm, I'm saying, look, mate, we want to, we're not just here to watch the match. We want to see this guy celebrate what he's done. He mm. made a brilliant, brilliant speech afterwards when he was brilliant. being interviewed about the mental health struggles he's been yeah, through. Yeah, it's the great, depression, it? yeah. The anxiety issues and everything, and how yeah. he's turned that all around, and he's the world champion. And they used a, to just call that the yips. Story. They used to call that the yips. But it, it no, was he's like... He's not, it that's our It was, it was the got, yips times ten. I think that's what he said. He went, obviously, people know that I've been struggling with a condition called yips times 10 for the last couple of years. <laughs> Which I made up myself. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Bristol suffered from yips times five. Which is the worst I've ever been. And I've, I've took it to 10, is, but I'm, is, I'm better I've now. I doubled it. Yeah, I doubled it, but I fought back. And just to stand there and watch him after everything everything is achieved, watch him celebrating with his mm. friends and his family yeah, and just, just special wallowing moment. in it. Mm. I'm sorry, but the event is not over until he walks no, off the stage. No way. Then I'll go home. Then I'll go no home. No way. But they think that's just for telly and it's really annoying yeah. because you've paid your fucking money to be there and see that. Exactly. So fuck off, Ali Polly. Yeah, that's um, out of order. I'll be back next year. See you then. <laughs> if you let us in. If I'm not on the uh, yeah. list. But, um, um, yeah, apart from that, honestly, two just unbelievably exciting nights of darts. It was yeah. just the fucking... The Luke Little thing is unreal. Mm. I mean, and he's so laid back as well. He's just so chilled yeah, out. Yeah, he was great in his interview as well. So it's fucking have you weird. Seen his, um, there, there's something have you seen almost... What, his Doris? On. Yeah, I have. No, no. I wasn't going <laughs> oh. to get onto that. <laughs> oh, right. But there is, there is something in that. But um, his daily routine... Is it his daily routine? Is it cheese and ham sandwich? And that's or, part. Well, yeah. Gets it. Gets it a bit at noon, mm. right? Plays on his Xbox. Yeah. Has an omelette and or a pizza. Yeah. Oh, Practic- sometimes an omelette and a pizza. Darts. Sometimes both. Practices right. his darts for a bit. Yeah. And goes back. To, <laughs> it goes back to bed. <laughs> Do you know who he reminds me of a little bit in look and attitude? Is um. What's his name? Callum Mawson, the Sunderland shitter. Fucking hell, yeah. There's a bit of that about him, isn't there? There's something about yeah. You know the way that he carried himself with that immense calm and confidence, confidence. even though he was really mm. young? Mm. That's what I yeah. saw him and I thought, he reminds me of Callum Mawson. Yeah, but he's achieving even more than Callum well, Mawson did, if well, possible. Well, as Matt, I would say. Uh, no, as I think It's still I think early. It, they're on a level. They're on a level. Ca- Callum Mawson, of course, peaked. In, I think it was 2017. For those yeah. who don't know, of course, he was the lad who took a shit in the seat at the Stadium of Light. Uh, he claims he was a piss and not a shit. But, but, but he, uh, yeah, we have to say that for legal reasons. There's, there's two versions. Um, <laughs> he, he he did it because 
and this is his own reasoning. He had been on the piss mainly on uh, what was it? Dark fruits, right? All day. Dark fruits. And, and all it, it he'd was, eaten. It was the third of tw- December or the second of December. Yeah, all he'd eaten in twenty four hours was two two advent calendar chocolates. <laughs> From two different calendars. From two different calendars, the flash bastard. One one was from his boss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You would have honoured. You would have honoured. How often do you think about Callum Mawson? Like, uh, how often do you think about him most days? Probably, uh, that probably took a couple of weeks. Right. I think about him like a lot. In in my head, in in that iconic picture of him snapped when he's sitting uh, in his trousers around his ankles at the stadium alone. Jalapeño. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. I bought a book last night. I was it like, again, in By dark Colin post, post, but No, but someone almost as good. It was like... I was in post-darts euphoria, chatting to my mate over WhatsApp about it, and then for whatever reason, we strayed into, like, other areas. And before we knew it, we were talking about a particular individual who's always been dear to our hearts and a person of interest to me and my mate uh, ever since we were younger. And uh, he was reminding me of various things about this guy. I can't remember why it came up. But I ended up thinking, fuck this, I'm going to buy his book. It's not available on Amazon. So I had to find a second-hand copy on eBay. So what I'll do is I'll tell you the title of the book and I'll give you a guess or two about who you think the book is by. And all I will say is I've got tremendously high hopes of this book for content. The book is called... It's out of print now. I think it was originally published in the mid-noughties, mid to late-noughties. Right. Um, it's out of print. It's not on Kindle or anything. You can only get a paperback on eBay. And it's called um, Be Careful What You Wish For. Fucking hell. And this, did you say this is a book of poetry? No, it's not of poetry. No, it's, not poetry. it's an autobiography. Oh, sorry. I thought you said, I thought you mentioned poetry at some point there. No, it's an autobiography, uh, an autobiography by a public be- figure, right? Called Careful hell. What You Wish For, and it was originally published in the mid to late noughties. And it's, I, I assume it's a man from that It's title. a man, yeah. And I've just got a guess just from that title alone. That's a lot of go on. It's, a, it's not, um, yeah. Um, my He's first a, guess. Yeah. Go on. Are you going to so give just, me a, a clue of some kind? Well, he, um, he was a big... He was a, he was, he was a big person of interest, particularly to the tabloids, between about 2002 and 2010, I would say. And then he kind of just disappeared from public life. Um, but he burned very bright in those years 
and the tabloids see, loved really, him. Really, and if I've you think really, of things, really, be careful you, what you wish for. So, a book about kind of all your dreams coming true, but them turning out not to be quite as joyful as you might have imagined. <clears throat> um, I've got very vague memories of 2002 to 2010 because it was it was parenting years. Mm. Is it is it the lottery lout? It is the lottery lout. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that is Get that in. is like the, your shape guessing at the live shows, mate. Fuck me! What about yeah. that? Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, he did a book. He did a book. And um, basically, me and my mate were just sending things that we'd found out online about him. And they got so funny that in the end, I just thought, what am I doing going on Wikipedia to look for funny things when I could be uh, buying this man's book and learning out m- much better stuff about him? So this Get book is arriving not, not to, because it's coming from eBay. It's not coming for like a long time, right? Uh, it won't be here till like Tuesday, which in these days is a long time because yeah. I like things to arrive immediately. Um, right, he had a Chinese tattoo on his neck, which meant sweet and sour chicken. <laughs> Michael Carroll, that's his name. <laughs> yeah, Mikey Carroll, uh, uh, self-styled, oh, self-named, king of, of the chavs. King of the chavs. That, but that's what he called himself. This right? is going to have to be... His, it d- might be deep dive. I'll tell you. I'll tell you some other quotes. Right, Michael I have. Sh- I have shagged. He observes in one chapter some of the very best totty in Norfolk. I am well on Norfolk. my way to. I am well on my way to chalking up a thousand plus birds. <laughs> well on my way. Score. Is right. he writing them down in a book? What's he doing? I would buy a kilo of coke. Carol states, 500 ecstasy tabs, 200 LSD tabs, and a pound of cannabis. This would last us five days. Uh, We acted just like Roman generals, an assertion which, if accurate, begs the question as to why the empire didn't collapse faster than it did. Um, (laughs) Which things do you regret? This is from an interview. He says, the drugs. I can't say I regret the women. The crimes? No, I can't say I regret them because they did buzz me a lot. When I was younger, it was nice. The adrenaline when you get in a police chase is unreal. <laughs> um, and there was another one in 2003. In two, he won in 2000. He won nine point something million in 2002. 9.7 million, it was says here. In yeah. 2003, he was arrested for catapulting steel balls out of the window of his Mercedes van whilst drunk. Of course he did. Yeah. Why, why oh, wouldn't yeah. you? you got, I'm going to oh, get some... Where can I get some steel balls? <laughs> fucking hell. This is incredible. Do you remember? I need like, to get this book. He turned his fucking be... house into like a banger racing sort of... Um, yeah, he had a track. track. It. It, was, yeah. it, it was a lovely big lawn as well, and he just rode by, cars round yeah. and round it again. Him and his again, mates just chase each other around in old fucking bangers <laughs> in circles. I mean... The thing is, the blokes yeah. are... I mean, he did some bad things as well, and I'm sure if we get stuck into the book, we'll discover some things that are unsavoury. But we'll have to in one sense, he's a hero yeah. because he got that money and he didn't cunt about with it, did he? He went and had a, a right fucking good time with yeah. it. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, um, do you know what he's doing now? Uh, is is he a uh, refuse collector? C- close. He now works at a quarry. Oh, he's a quarry man. That's a great Lovely. job, isn't it? A yeah. quarry. 
Yeah. Oh, we need to do more quarry work on this episode. Yeah. We should just do a di- we should do a three episode deep dive yeah. into quarries. History box quarries. Yeah. 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 I'll write that down. I'll write that down. Uh so yeah, that's that's one we need to look at. I'll order a copy of that before I put the episode out and demand starts to go through the roof. Uh I want to find out if he was on Jeffrey Epstein's sex island with Stephen Dawkins. Well on that list. Yeah. Mm. Mikey you know Carroll King. Is- Apparently there's a list and it says Prince Andrew, Michael Jackson, Professor mm. Stephen Hawking, Bill Clinton, Mikey Carroll, King of the Chavs. Yeah. And apparently Epstein sent him his <clears> private jet regularly to fly him over there. Out of all of them names that were on there, the one where I went, yeah, of course, was um, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, yeah. He was a, he dirt, was a sex maniac. Dirty bugger, wasn't he? He was. But he you was. know, like... You know, um, go on. He, well, he, they say that in the paper I read that he was there... And there was a load of other scientists there because on Sex Island, they he also rented it out for non-sex events, right? Or events oh, right. that were like cloaks for sex like events. Like science conventions. And, yeah, and there was a big science convention, right, of, of all the top scientists in the world. And it was just about gravity. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Stephen Hawking said. <coughs> he told his wife, oh, God, I, uh, I've got to go to a conference on uh, an island. What island is it? Uh, sex sex island. island. Oh, no. Sorry. No. no, no, sorry. I mean, um, Science Island. Science, Science island. island. And we're going there. Oh, what's the conference about, Stephen? Um, g- gravity. It's me and all the other best scientists. And we're all going to talk about gravity and how it works and see if we've I don't know. We've got some new ideas about come it. Come up with some new things to do with gravity. It's going to be like... new stuff happening. We're going to be looking at <laughs> new trends. New trends we want to be looking at. You know, it's important. So, so anyway, I'm, I'm going. The the fella who set the old thing up, he's uh, sending a private jet to take me there, and um, I'll be back in a few out. days. And I was like, yeah. fucking hell, they were at a gravity conference, fucking Epstein night. I tell you what, lads, when you finish your fucking conference, I'll show you a couple of ladies who fucking defy gravity, mate. Fucking hell. That Michael Carroll's coming as well. <laughs> I like him. He's yeah, you like him. He's, bring, he's bringing a load of girls from Norfolk, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming over on a private jet. He's coming over on a 737 with all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh. hell. But... Let's not let's not dwell on all that too much because at the end of the day, it's it fucking is disgusting. Nonsense it's nonsense. It's as hell. But all I did think when I'm reading it, I was like so astounded. I woke up this morning, I was reading it, and all I thought was, "What a fucking hassle!" When I read things about people like this, right? I think, look, yeah, don't get me wrong, right? Everyone likes a little bit of hanky panky, slap and tickle, yeah. call it what you will, right? Who Even doesn't? Chance, it's, yeah, it's fun. If you get the chance, you know, go go Give for your try. life. Fill your boots, right? Any young any young lads listening out there, take my <laughs> advice. If you get an opportunity, just go for it. Go for it and see what happens, <laughs> right? But all I'd say is, is that it's such a hassle. Like, if you're Bill Clinton, right, this, and you're that desperate to be having it off behind your wife's back, there's got to yeah. be fucking other ways you can do it other than accepting an invite to a fucking, like, international pervert sex island. Do you know what I mean? Like, what a pain in the ass! And like, all the risks involved. Couldn't you just, like, I don't know, 
go on a fucking app or something instead. Bill Clinton was so fucking obsessed, though, wasn't he? It seemed to be... He was fanny it, it was mad. It was a big and end all for him. Yeah. Fanny mad. It, like, yeah. at first I thought... Because I thought he was a good president, right? It was a good era for the American economy. He was he, His values, yeah. his political values, not his personal ones, seemed pretty sound to me, and I always was a fan of his. So mm. I didn't want to believe it, but I think now, when all said and done, we can... He will be remembered as the most fanny mad fucking president. I and mean. also possibly the most noncy. But don't forget Trump's on that list as well. The Epstein list is yeah. on there as well. Apparently so there's a, a, an unnamed prime minister on there, isn't there? Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I bet you it's Jim Callahan. <laughs> yeah, bound to be. It's fucking bound to be, isn't it? That, get, that get fucking to- dirty rotter. Getting back to Mighty Carol, there's someone else who wrote a book called Be Careful What You Wish For. I know who it is, because I looked it up last night. It's Simon Jordan, isn't it? Simon Jordan, yeah. Are they on a similar mindset? Well, (laughs) Simon Jordan's makes sense as well, because he bought the football club he loves, didn't he? And and as you know, if you listen to him on Talk Sport, he just found the whole thing such a fucking annoying hassle. Like from day one, he just fucking hated it. But yeah, I would imagine that yeah. because well, I've interviewed Simon Jordan and met him a few times, and I know he's got this sort of, what would you say, bombastic kind of persona. Mm. But I actually think he's, I think he's a really interesting bloke, and he's okay. quite entertaining. <laughs> and I think his book would be really funny because I had him on news thing when he'd been in the news because he'd been right. driving along in South London, right, which presumably is where he's from. He's a Palace fan. He'd been driving around in some like dodgy part of South London with his dad. And in his fucking, some sort of outrageous car, right? Mm. A fucking Lotus or something like that, right? And the windows are down, he's blaring out music, and he's got a fucking 20 grand Rolex, right, with his fucking elbow out the window. So, you know, fuck's sake. So some guy comes up next to him on a fucking motorbike and, like, pulls a gun and goes, give us your fucking watch. And Simon (laughs) John wouldn't give it to him. (laughs) And they got yeah. into a big fucking standoff and, and like, right. he started fighting him out the window. And in yeah. the end, the guy fucking rode off or something. I can't remember. You can Google the story, but it was an did amazing... He, did he, did he, at any time in the fight, did he activate his magic? Or was it just a <laughs> yeah, regular fight? Exactly. I don't want to have to use my magic on you, but I will. <laughs> Millionaire magic. <laughs> I am the former owner of Crystal Palace Football Club. <laughs> and I will use my magic on you. <laughs> the magic that is inherent with that title. All Premier League club owners yeah. have a form of magic. Yeah. Um, the- yeah so, but he sort of fought the guy off, and I was quite impressed by that. So I got him on to talk about it like a couple of days right. later, and he was yeah. very funny about. It. He was funny about it, you know. He just right. thought it was funny, and I sort of, <laughs> I just like I like him. Plus, he's hitched up with my old mate Michelle Jubry now. And they've got a, they've got right. a, yeah, they've got a kid. Blimey! Yeah, blimey! You could get invited around for Christmas. Well, no, sure. I've, I have been wondering when that's yeah. going to come. Yeah, they they don't live that far that, away yeah. from me. Yeah, I might yeah, drop her a that. note. Yeah. Okay, now all the showbiz that goes on down there in London. Um, let's do some football predictions before we finish. It's uh, it's FA Cup weekend. So uh, the fucking we did. Some, I hate we did FA some Cup third round weekend. Do you know why the Beeb? It's one of those sporting weekends that the Beeb cream themselves over. Yeah, yeah. That no one yeah. else does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's just so oh, wonderful. The shocks. 
It's so wonderful. And I'm here at this great little club here in the arse end of fucking nowhere. And it's just what football's all about. Fuck it. Fuck off. We've got Little Barrow, and they're looking forward to the visit of uh, Burnley. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And let me tell you, all week, this town has been absolutely buzzing with excitement. We were in the butcher shop earlier in this week, and this is what they had to say. And then you got to listen to an interview with some dreary fucking butcher from some fucking stick village somewhere, right? And he's going, oh, oh, we like, oh, we've got a special on fucking lamb's liver this week. Oh, also, I hope we win. It's so fucking, it's all just so contrived and boring. We've put some. We've put some fucking rosettes in the window. Rose will be brilliant. <laughs> Suddenly he's Tubby Morgan. <laughs> oh, oh, I used to play a football with myself, you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm quite invested in that. But what I really like these days is kidneys. I love kidneys. I eat them raw. <laughs> <coughs> um... So you have your cup third round weekend, but there is one huge tie which we'll get onto when we yeah. do the predictions. Here's the latest on the scores, right? I'm on fifty one, you're on fifty two, result spots on seventy. Fucking hell. What is this? I don't feel like outrageous. there's been any fucking one nils all season in the Premier League. Well, it's the FA Cup third round, so everything could change this weekend, hopefully. So here we go. We've got first of all San Peterborough versus Leeds. Oh um I would say that would be uh, that could be close. That could go to a replay. I might say one all for that. One one for that. I think Leeds will win that one two nil. Uh, Watford versus Chesterfield. That feels like a home win for Watford. I think I'll go three nil Watford that one. Um. Yeah, I'll say I'll say four one. Four one. The Bit magic the of the top. cup. Hmm. The magic of the cup. Stoke versus Brighton. What do you reckon of that? Oh, that could be a good one. I think that could be a shock. I'm going to say 2-1 Stoke. Stoke on form. I'll go 1-1 for that one. And they'll take them back to whatever the name of Brighton's ground is. Um, West Ham United versus Bristol City. 2-1 West Ham. 2-1 West Ham against Bristol City. I think you'll win this one 2-0. Results, but of course, there's one nil of the home teams in all of this game, which means that Sunderland versus Newcastle, which wow. of course is the big one. I cannot wait for this. One. When is it? Sunday. So Saturday, Saturday lunchtime, quarter to one, ITV. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Definitely going to watch this. We have given over the entire North Stand to Newcastle. Six thousand tickets mm. we've given them. Uh, where of course the our away end is just the top section of the North Stand. Yeah. So. Thousands of our season ticket holders have been displaced and Fucking told to sit somewhere else. That's out of not order. Only, not only that, the, uh, they've also got the executive, what's, what's called the Black Cats Bar, which is in hmm. the North Stand for yeah. Sunderland yeah. season ticket holders. They've been given that, but it's costing Newcastle fans 600 quid a ticket to be wow. in. Basically what it is, what it boils down to, it is a money-making exercise yeah. For the skin flint owners of Sunderland Football Club, disgusting. Uh, that's, a, that's all it's about. And I saw that they decorated those bars with all welcome yeah. Newcastle and yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah. So they've got this Black Cats bar, and some representatives of Newcastle uh, have gone in there today and have put up some signage. 
and some banners and all this kind of thing, which has enraged the already infuriated Sunderland yeah, fans. I mean, it's bollocks. I mean, I must say, when I was at Anfield, I was surprised that they'd done a few bits in the away end by the bar where they'd put up little kind of West Ham things. Yeah. And I thought, I felt patronised, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I did. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> Why have you put up all this? Oh, look, we put up a... Here you go, you daft little hockneys. We put up a little flag for you to we'll make you feel at home. The window. <laughs> yeah, so you don't get homesick. <laughs> I think the psychology is that there's less there's less chance of it getting smashed up if there's a little bit of representation of oh, your club is that why in they the do away it? end. But to give them the executive lounge and displace all those Sunderland season ticket holders. All right, cup matches don't come as part of season tickets. I get that. Yeah. But that's not that's not the fucking but you, point. But you get that's... a window to buy your seat, don't you? Yeah, you, you get do. a window to you buy do. your seat and you want to stay away in your own seat. And never in those seats. Yeah. Yeah. We've never had away fans in those seats for any match ever. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so they've put this fucking signage up and these little there's a little framed photograph which says cheer up Peter Reed. Which is a song that That's fucking so annoying. Newcastle fans have been singing yeah. for decades, and it's just roll out the red carpet. Here are our tits. Won't you suck on them? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's just I, I you might know. as well. You might as a metaphorically, you've put them all on a private jet and flown them straight to Sex Island. Yeah. for a gravity conference. You might as well, and they could have watched it on the telly yeah. while getting sucked off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, well, I hope Sunderland win this, and I think you might. Um, I'm going to say 2-1. People are saying that if he does lose this, Eddie Howe could be out. Uh, well, I mean, they've lost that last seven out of the last eight before mm. this. Mm, which a terrible run. suggests that it could be on. But if, you've, if you're if you on a losing streak, the place to come is Sunderland. Because we <laughs> yeah. will put a stop to that yeah. for any way we can. But I'm going to go 2-1 as well, because we've beaten them 2-1 on more than one uh, momentous yeah. occasion. But... I, I I don't really give a fuck, you know. It's it's kind of, it feels like it's a free hit because we're in the championship. They're they're the richest yeah. club in the world, and yeah. everything that goes with that, which is pretty awful. Yeah, but it is a free hit, it, it, and it, it, I know what you mean. Like when we get when we're in big derbies, I'm like, fucking out. I really don't want to give a shit. Blah blah blah. But when it comes to it, it's just it'll just be oh, it'll be oh, a pain. Oh, it, I yeah. pity you because it'll be the whole thing, win, lose or draw from the moment you wake up in the morning, will be a painful and horrid experience. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> we, will, I mean? we will lose. We will lose three or four nil. Um, no, Sunderland yeah, are good but, but, now. They're good. You're not going to get just fucking rolled over. You're a good team, aren't you? I know we will. We will. They're on, they're on a really bad run. And if you're on a bad right. run, come to Sunderland. You know, we, we had QPR once who hadn't won away from home for a year. And they they came and just walked away with the three points as if nothing had happened. It, it, it it's it's notorious. But that all that signage has been taken down, and the club has issued an apology. It's is oh we had no idea. This is a terrible thing. This should never have happened. Oh oh no no. I'm angry now. I'm going to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're going to they be saying, what? aren't they? What 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 happened? No. <laughs> what. We, we 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 didn't say they could do that. Is this you this fuckers. is this maybe this, you yeah. should have fucking asked? Is this a this American man child that you have in charge, or is he not involved yeah, anymore? French, yeah, the French American billionaire yeah. who hasn't got any extra actual money. I think his his mum's got his money. Mm. It's in a trust or something like that. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's really badly run. 
It's really badly run, and uh, this is this. It keeps getting lower and lower. Th- over this Newcastle fixture because we turned down. We we gave Middlesbrough two thousand a few years ago in the cup and said it's not safe to have more than that. Sorry, yeah. that's the way it is. And this one we've just rolled over and says, yeah, you can have six thousand. Yeah, you can have. Yeah, it could be Bedlam in the city centre. Could be, but they're all coming in on coaches. It's a bubble event. Uh, they're all they're all six thousand of them coming on coaches from Newcastle in like a convoy. Well, fucking coming on fucking coaches in a big fucking bubble. <laughs> a jolly bubble. <laughs> We're coming from the cathedral on the hill all the way to the shit heap <laughs> by the weir. <laughs> and uh, but I think after the game they can just do what they want. They can go wherever they want. They haven't got to get back on the coaches. So I don't know what'll happen. Yeah, so watch out for that there you go that's the predictions feels like that's the episode yeah been quite a long one yeah nice but to it's back, good though. to be back lots to get off our chests it is and we'll be back after the weekend and onwards with loads more stuff into 2024 thanks very much for listening and goodbye goodbye goodbye